This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes. Until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental and more. Learn more at UH1.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the preview show edition of the Blue Monday podcast, a three times weekly show looking into all things Ipswich Town. I'm your host, Richard Woodward, and this week I'm joined by not only the brilliant Harry from Bath, but the well-travelled championship blogger, Ipswich Town blogger extraordinaire, Mr. Benjamin Bloom. Gentlemen, who do I go to first? Um, let's go with Harry. I'll be loyal. I'll be loyal to my Thursday, mate. Harry, how's it going? Good to see you. Good to see you, Rich. An eventful week, to say the least. Um, quick little 30 seconds to say that the Bristol City lot are suddenly getting very emotional again. I fear it'll end in tears, but they're they're all they're living the dream once again, crashing into the playoffs. Everything's very exciting down in the West Country. But that aside, if from an Ipswich point of view, we have plenty to get our teeth into. We have plenty to get our teeth into. And Ben, you where have you been this week? I mean, you're the globetrotter now of the championship. I am, but, you know, sometimes it's not football we have to talk about. And I was wandering around Griffin Park last night, and it's just sad because I saw this man, and he just looked lost. And he was wandering around the stadium, this this man um, with a lovely beard. And, you know, <laughs> I, I I don't quite know what to, what to make of it. I know where this is going. Go on. <laughs> No, I, I bumped into Harry outside. Oh, there you the go. Last night. I thought there was some kind of pub crawl going on. I did go on. to Kew Gardens before. I, I did the most yeah. middle-class away day in the, the world, pictures. Richard. I went, yeah, yeah. I went to Kew Gardens. We like that, we like that on here. Then went for an Italian um, and then went to went to Brentford. It was a lovely day, Richard. Yeah. Oh, well, the high, yeah, that's a highbrow evening. You're, you're on the highbrow of the podcast now. Absolutely. Is that a gin and tonic? No, it's not. No, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> right, I mean, I've said we've got plenty to talk through. Um, yeah. Shall we um, quickly? We'll, let's get up to date, shall we? So let's talk Bolton very yeah. quickly. Um, the Quana yeah. show. We, I call him Quana on this show. We're going to go with Quana tonight. Um, right. Two goals, and I'm in the school of thought for a long time that Quana is a spiky player and will have really good games and really meh games. And it looked like Bolton yeah. was one of those really good games. Um, yeah. Harry, any thoughts on on what you saw there? We haven't heard from you. I mean, I just, well, I, I just just saw the highlights. Just watched as found a couple of extended highlights clips, which I was able to watch and followed it very closely on uh, Twitter. I was in the shop on Saturday, and uh, there was very when we were tuning a lot. It was hilarious the reaction. It was kind of everybody okay. Everybody stay calm, stay calm. You know, two nil. What what madness is this? You know, how have we ended up here? Um, great fun though. It, it looked like it was an absolutely brilliant day out. Quaner Mullet described him brilliantly he'd said he sent me a, a text during the game he said um it was a bit like daryl murphy in slow motion and 
that we'll come back to that when we talk on you know when we look at the Brentford game. Yeah. But um, the two goals, I mean, I'd look. You'd question Brentford's defending. The sheer amount of time and space he had to be able to turn. It was a good finish, but the header was lovely. It was really, it was very deceptive the way it kind of, whether it was. In, well it wasn't handed obviously but he just cushioned it quite nicely so it was good it was great to see a great morale booster for everybody and really it was the one game we should win um, my view is if we can overtake Bolton by the end of the season I'd be really really happy when yeah. we um, when we stopped recording I was I, there was pretty much certainty that the game was going to get ahead and then this IT yeah. issues kicked off as, as well I mean that was partly <laughs> the reason why you didn't end up going yeah. but I mean you've spoken to Kieran Maguire um, a few times now has he got any thoughts about whether Bolton are going to see this one out? Depends who um, depends who comes in and buys him, Rich. Because um, the new the, guy's not, yeah, he's not got a good reputation. Well, either, has he? and apparently there's someone in the background as well. I mean, obviously, I hope no one goes, no one gets liquidated. But it oh. does seem it might be a bit of a case of out of the frying pan and into the fire if Mr. Bassini um, yeah. takes over. But they're giving him every chance, aren't they? Every um, every single court hearing gets adjourned and pushed on. So and the EFL the giving them money the... early as well. Do you see that? Yes. To get yep. um, and May uh-huh. the eighth is is the next one. Yeah. We hope they sort themselves out. But um, this is a big problem. It's not just in the Championship. All mm. the Premier League um, teams are losing money as well. Someone is gonna get liquidated in the next um, eighteen months. It's not going to be pretty. And owners need to just sort this out because everybody literally apart from like maybe Burton everybody is overspending yeah I, I can off the top of my head we've, you've got Bolton and Barry I think saw off some action in court yeah, today or we're recording on mm. Thursday today and obviously Coventry City you know local to me um, mm. they've got all kinds of off the field issues as well it's, it's not a pretty sight at the moment and as, yeah. as you talked about on Sunday in the flagship show there's something's going to happen at some point there will be a big name casualty right there um mm. Let's um let's bring things closer to date in terms of Brentford midweek. You were both there. Um mm-hmm. again, um Mr. Kwana or Air Kwana, um this is is this the kind of tipping point of the game where, you know, Ipswich great build up, lovely passing football that you know, we we've come accustomed to seeing now under Lambert. Um and Kwana hits the post with this chance, the dink over the keeper, um and then a minute later, season summed up it <laughs> in a nutshell there. Um Mm. Mope, I think, is it, it scores the goal, and uh, and then yeah. a few minutes later, it's it's two after Flynn Downs is Gerard esque slip um, in <laughs> midfield. Um, gents, you were both there. Who wants to go first on on this one? Was this a case of Brentford's attacking options being too good for our defence? Ben, you talked about that on Sunday, didn't you? Um, yeah, it was a season in microcosm, wasn't it? Uh, someone makes a bad decision, um, whether that's a player, uh, a manager, or or an owner, as in Kwana to not stick his foot through it, or um, you know, go around that he just had so much time he should have mm. scored. Um, lack of quality in in both box and a, a individual mistake. That's yep. that's the season. That um, uh. eight minutes um, in Brentford and comically, um, you um, you did a tweet today, Richard. Oh, the eighteen nineteen season. Kwana missed in the eighteenth minute and Mopai scored in the nineteenth. There, oh, there you go. Yeah. go. Wow, yeah. <laughs> poetry. Yeah. And Harry, yeah. Harry, what are your mm. thoughts? So, one thing that I was going to call out. Um, just to show balance to the people who tweet in and um, some of the opinions we've we've been hearing from people. Alan Judge, it started, yeah. everyone really excited quite rightly about him signing that permanent deal, um, which obviously happened last week as well. Um, but 
week after week now we're starting to see these moments where there's a chance to get some end product either a cross or a free kick or a, last night a goal kind of the yeah. Red Sea parted for him didn't it and, and he had yeah. presented, presented a side of goal and couldn't get a shot on target um, what, what was your take yesterday and particularly on Alan Judge and, and how this run's going to go on for in terms of assists or goals yeah. or lack of yeah it's I, I, I'm rather playing him for his wider attacking play than for his finishing to be honest Rich I think that's where he's that's where he is of real benefit and it was interesting I think Ben picked up on it on his post-match video of the fact that um, it's certainly in the first yeah, that first quarter of the game before they scored, um, uh, Judge was quite peripheral. He was quite. He was out. I remember in my notes I wrote down Judge is not really getting in the game at all. And I think he did a switch with him and um, Bishop. It was a messy formation to, to kick off with, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. Watching it on yeah. the TV, I don't know it, what you guys yeah. saw in the ground. It was it didn't four, really one, four one to it, begin it was, with, and then he swapped yeah. Bishop and. We had Dazelle um, out right wing, didn't you? I think they. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, was, he stayed there, Rich. He was. Yeah. yeah. So it was. And they swapped about 20 minutes. So, do you know what? It's annoying because I noticed them swap, but because goals and big chances were happening, I didn't write down exactly when. So I don't know whether he mm. moved in before. I just remember Ted Bishop um, being called over by Lambert. And he, he looked a yeah. little bit like, me? Where? Left? <laughs> okay. Okay, boss. Away I go. But yeah, yeah. that um, that definitely happened. Um, just quickly on Judge before we come back in. Um, I, there was a real sense of someone trying too hard on his return to... Um, yeah. You got a good uh, yeah. club last night as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A yeah. um, couple of thoughts. Can I lob in? Um, I thought the game itself was lost in the first ten minutes when we actually didn't get in, in amongst their back three. One of the things they were saying, and, and um, Frank Lampard's derby indeed, they actually got in amongst them early on. Their three, their three centre backs are not quite together since they've lost Mepham and with Barbe out that centre that back line is not as strong as it could be and I noticed in that first 10 minutes we were standing off them we were letting them play the ball knock it around at the back you do that against a team like Brentford at your peril because they then establish a rhythm and they can start getting a tempo going which is why after about 10 minutes you could see that they were whipping up they were kicking the machine was beginning the really gig was beginning to get going and that's when they started to come after us it meant they were more open which is what led to corners chance but then they had the rhythm they had the tempo they were getting the angle they were getting the movements. I think it was Ben Rama. I felt for Inciala for that first goal. If looking back on it, I think that was the he he did him. He he just literally sl- sl- slid past him. A couple him. of times, that, I think. That, yeah, he did that. He that he did that. Though Inciala generally had, did have a pretty decent game. That was the first issue. The second issue, which I picked up on, and you only see this when you're behind the goal. Is going. I tend not to be a behind the goal person. Where I'd like to sit side on. But I, the one thing that we were lacking last night, and it did for us was that we didn't really have much width and whatever else about Brentford they're predicated on width you've got wingers who are playing as, a, as almost second strikers and you've also got wing backs coming up and there were time and time yeah. again you had Ben Rama you had Watkins you had Henry on one side you had Odubajo on the other side um, overloading the flanks and it was even if they weren't actually hurting us themselves they were distorting our shape and then creating the gaps for in the centre and the other thing Mopé then was also dropping back deep they were just distorting the angles of what was a fragile defence and an inexperienced midfield it was that was that that was our problem. The Don't second know goal, there was, there was a million players left over, weren't there? I mean, if, yeah. if Watkins doesn't score that, I mean, I think they had at least two players. Mm. It was just, you're right, yeah. they were totally stretching us all over the place. Mm. Ben, I wanted to get your thoughts because you've, you've seen a lot of championship football this season. Brentford, a really weird situation. Obviously, <laughs> the... the Departure of um, has to be to Dean Smith. Brentford, right? No, 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 no. Sorry, no one no can worry. do that. Please explain it, and then I'll get you to explain why we're going down as well in a bit. Um, 
Dean Smith's departure and Frank's kind of took a bit of a while to get up to speed. Um, but this is a team with attacking riches, isn't it? I mean, that position feels slightly weird that they're kind of lower mid-table, doesn't it? Yeah, we, we can't explain it because all of the um, hippie advanced metrics say they should be about fifth or sixth. And it says that every season as well. This is not one season's worth of XG. But look, the, the style is risky. So, um, yes, you do create a whole load of chances. But as Harry says, often you've got three centre-halves sitting there and literally everybody attacking. And come on, you talk about you, we're talking about Birmingham City holding midfielders. We, we, we saw um, Romain Sawyers and um, Justice Silva last night, yeah. who did just attacking as well from centre yeah. midfield. So, um, yeah, it's, it's very interesting how they um, aren't higher than they maybe should be but I just think it's down to a risk averse style and very very brave but very open in terms of their attacking players just fascinating because um, on the surface Mopai has got a chance in the Premier League but when you drill right into it and Joe said this and um, uh, Blades Analytic when I did the interview with him there's there's a big thought that this is an odd player that might fall into, and love him dearly, might fall into David Johnson territory of being a goal machine in the championship. Another one of these, yeah. How Another many prim- of- Yeah, how mm. many Premier League goals? Look, he was way too good for us and the, yeah. when, he took, when he took Chambers on on one of the attacks, it was just, you know, zip straight <laughs> past him. I think Ben Rama's got a bit more of a chance. It's so difficult though, Rich, when you see these players, because I bet you several Brentford players would look amazing playing for Brentford, but not anybody else. They have to play in that system and that style with that sense of indulgence. So yeah. um, I'm I'm not sure, but love love Ben Rama and Mopai. Yeah, I reckon top championship team, but not sure Premier League yet. Are they going to keep hold of Mopai? Do you think? I think um, they've got more chance of keeping Mopai than Ben Rama. Actually, strangely, yeah. Um, but it was but we'll a, it goes. Joe's point about four, four. He needs four shots to score a goal or whatever. There, there were some missed chances. There were some close chances last night, but there were, that's Brentford all yeah. over though. They'll, yeah. they'll, they won't score the big chances, and they will score the um, you know, twenty-five yarders and a very, very odd, odd team. Very odd. Must but be fun to watch. Great to watch. Yeah, yeah, great to watch. Exactly right. Well, um. Let's um let's bring things right up to date, shall we, and talk about another team that begin with B. There you go. I'm trying to find the links where I can. Um, ten <laughs> years of this week. <laughs> I hope you're taking notes, Ben, for the flagship because this is how <laughs> it's done. Um, Birmingham <laughs> City. So um this is where I can slip into my um Birmingham accent, my Westminster accent, and also um apologies in advance because um probably Ben will do this as well. But um, Birmingham City, we call them Blues up up here. So when I'm talking about Blues, I'm talking about um. Birmingham, not Ipswich, um, but um, you'll you'll catch on, I'm sure. So Birmingham, um, yeah, I mean another team with off the field stuff that is going on here, manifesting in this nine point deduction, which actually, I think when it kicked off in March, probably knocked them quite a few places down the division. But actually, they'd only be 14th now rather than 17th um, without it. So I don't think there would be any chance of playoffs there. Um, and that points deduction coincided with a really terrible march. Five defeats, including defeats to Villa and West Brom, um, which 
<laughs> did not go down well up here either. Um, but April um, is um, starting to turn a little bit. Two games against tough opponents. Ben, you were at the Leeds game. Um, a shock there, or maybe not, I guess. So we'll come on to um, the way they, they set up. And then last night, um, on Wednesday night, a draw to Sheffield United. Um, the two things that I want to call out, really, and I'll, and I'll start, and then we'll, I'm, I'm just going to wind up Ben and Harry um, for those on the podcast mm-hmm. and then let them go um, today. Gary Monk and his very religious uh, application of the 4-4-2. Um, and we kind of talked about this, I'm sure, in the first um, preview show that earlier in the season for the two-all draw, Harry. Because mm. of the embargo, um, there's probably a core of maybe 13 or 14 squad players, and those yep. are the ones that will play every week. They've heard... They've, yeah got a few injuries recently but generally it's the back four and I think it's pretty solid um, keeper as well the front two midfield probably yeah. is where there is the most variability at the moment so yeah. gents where do you want to start I'll, I'll come back to Che Adams as well um, but where, where do you want to go go for it uh, Okay, let's start with an overview, and then we can we can jump in jump in and around here. The, the as you say, March was a month from hell. Fundamentally, they think they're safe. They the wins over City or over um, Leeds and Sheffield United, I should say, were absolutely that that that, that consolidated things. They felt or the, the draw against Sheffield United, I should say, they felt that took the that took the pressure off them. The remaining games, interesting, Eric. They've got Rotherham, Wigan, and Reading as well as us. So they really feel their destinies in their own hands. Yeah, even draws even. Harry. Even against draw, it draws exactly that. Yeah, we'll 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 not go down. No chance. We're more likely to ascend the table. Um, but they did say, and this is interesting. This will come back to the the style of football. What is a bit worrying is how we usually do against teams we really should be beating. And I wonder. We, we'll come on and talk about their tactical model. There is a lot of counter attack in the way that they play. They don't have a lot of creativity in midfield, so that means they seem to. From what the fans are saying, they seem to go quite direct, which may have worked certainly against Leeds. They described their goal against Leeds as um, the first half was Leeds against Leeds was us to a tee soak it up hit them on the break with a lovely multi-pass move for a superbly taken goal now if you're going out and playing Rotherham who are sitting back and defending Ben's that's probably not ben, how Ben recalls the goal but anyway but, uh, it's, uh, it's, um, that, that, this is a Birmingham perspective uh, when they're playing Rotherham who might be happy to sit in you know sort of man the trenches and then Try and mug a late goal against them. Bolton they might beat them at St. Come Andrews, at... Harry. Yeah, exactly. This is this is so. It's th- there is that kind of curious curiosity in terms of their style. And um, they went went. Um, yeah, they th- they did feel though very reassured by what happened. They, they, they in, in overall terms, the season has been about avoiding a relegation battle. They knew they were ham- hamstrung transfer wise. They brought in one winger in the. He was a free agent in the in January. Um, Marabti, I think, is his name from uh, Sweden. From but that's the, otherwise they've pretty much got this small core of people, and they are exhausted. That's the thing they're saying. And when you're exhausted, yes. you're bringing players back just from injury. Also, then you're having to play players who are, as you say, just coming through injury. And then when you lose players, you're you know you just don't have the you don't have the chess pieces to move around. Mm. Yeah, Ben, you're the last mm. person out of us to to see them. What what are your thoughts on them? You know this four four two, this way of playing is is that chiming with what with what you've seen? Yeah, mm. yeah, absolutely right. Um, yeah, I think they're a good team. Um, got no problem with the tactics at all. It's not um, it's not exactly Rotherham or Bolton. It is direct, but yeah. um, you know it, in in some ways uh, our previous previous manager would love their would love their back four. We know exactly what know exactly what they're going to do. And look, they've got one very good target man and one brilliant striker at playing off a target man. And 
couple mm. of tricky wide players. Um, we know yeah. that the we. I mean, we can tell you that the you know exactly what's going to happen. We can tell you what what most of the team's going to be, barring the um, centre midfield one or two. The back mm-hmm. four are going to sit there. The two are going to sit there. It will be direct. Yeah free kicks even around the halfway but i promise you it's not it's, this is not rotherham they've got they've got better players than, yeah. than rotherham and obviously very very good strikers um in that west brom game interestingly rich as well where they did lose they were good as well um and that was a typical west brom game where west brom's excellent ex premier league players bailed their yeah. lack of strategy and lack of tactics out and as we've said over and over again this year, and banging our heads against the wall as Ipswich fans, um, they're a team with a strategy, and most of the teams in the championship don't have a strategy that's older than six or seven months because they all fire, um, and therefore it works. You really do mm. only need two years' worth of work, and you'll be one of the better strategizing teams in the championship. Just sometimes you can't get over the over the financial humps, but... Yeah, that yeah. that would be my read. I'm really impressed with. Mm. And also, you you joke about Gary Monk, but in some ways he's reinvented oh. himself because he was he was Swansea and he was Tiki Tacker and Pity Patter and possession. And he's realised I'm embargoed. Um, mm. I've got these players. Um, yeah. This is how yeah. I'm going to play. And he's stuck to it. And I quite. I yeah. quite admire that. I, yeah, and, and yeah. I guess I, I need on. to clarify that. I guess the point isn't isn't a criticism at all. I think if anything, it's probably the more evolved version of maybe McCarthy when he, after one or two seasons yeah. with us, um, and and that squad is is really. I mean, there, there are players in, in that back four, as you say, would walk it into our team right now, wouldn't they? Rich, just front can two I and just two. Come in on that, and the difference between them and McCarthy's team is one. They don't just play anybody out wide, and they've actually got good wide players, yeah. so they've got threat from down there and yeah. the other is there's actually two people contributing up front rather mm-hmm. than all relying right. on one so you make yeah. a really good really good parallel and i can tell you why look obviously someone will turn around and say ah but mccarthy's team finished sick from this one well not i'm just talking in terms of um my aesthetic pleasure not being a Birmingham fan of watching it yeah mm. harry yeah. Where, where where should we start i mean um quickly can i just a couple of things on on, on, on the formation and on monk mm. the one other thing about monk um they he has done a bit of a Lambert there in reconnecting the fans with the club. You've got to remember that After the, the Raul Zola that, stuff, yeah. That, exactly that. You know, they had one owner who they finally got rid of, Carson Young, and then suddenly you've got Raul you know you've all of that there was a huge sense of a disconnect the fans really had lost faith in the club and the way they were talking about monk rebuilding that relationship it's exactly the same blueprint that lambert has done at portman road no question at all about that um and just to echo what ben was saying they do see themselves as a mid-table team we were never good enough for the top six that's why we never really got in there we have a mid-table squad all day long anyone who thought we'd be in the playoffs is deluded so you know ben said absolutely spot on that they're they're not a rotherham but just as equally they're not a, they're not a top six team either they're the rock solid mid-table Given their circumstances, that is an achievement, and they're they're pretty sanguine yep. about that. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, mm. we can waltz through the the back five really quickly. Yeah. So it'll be Lee Camp and goal, yeah. um, Colin yeah. Morrison, Dean, and Pedersen, won't it? Yeah. <laughs> unless, just really quickly, <laughs> yeah. unless um, Max Collin played centre mid in France before he went to Brentford, and yeah. they're yeah. light in centre mid, so you could yeah. see possibly and Har- Davis and Colin with Harding, Harding, and Harding right dropping back, in. But right. I think. Yeah. I think the back five you just said, Rich, and I think you might get a 
Gardner sandwich in midfield. <laughs> yeah. Well, the midfield, uh, Harry, you're going to talk about the midfield because yeah, there's issues. Yeah, we will here, do that. That's a, that's a real issue. Quick, we, one quick caveat, Ben. I mentioned this as well because we saw it last <clears> night. <throat> they brought on Brentford. Brought on was this Michael Force, I think, was it Marcus Force. He, you know, he May had one be with you. Exactly. Clubs, we've spotted that clubs are doing this against us. They're thinking, oh, so it's Ipswich. If we can try a, if we can try a prospect out, it's a we are we are the ultimate low risk bet. So you might suddenly see some seventeen year old who nobody knows anything about. Yeah. This has been <laughs> happening lately. It has happened. Again. It's true. When, Brent, when, it, when Force came on against for Brentford, I went, oh, here we go again. I knew it was going to oh, happen. Batty for Hull as did, well, you know. Just, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's we are that low risk bet. Uh, quick, some really just quick one liners on the on the defence, just to fill you in. Lee Camp, there is an issue. They describe it his lettuce leaf wrists, is how they describe <laughs> them. He's, he's, um, there seems to be an issue with shot stopping, which they picked up on, where he kind of goes for the ball. One of them said he doesn't dive. Instead, he falls in the direction of the ball with no spring or conviction. I'm just putting it out there. They said they feel in an, an ordinary season, he w- there is an upgrade to be done there, and he is very much a bench option. He's 34 uh, Harry, now. Harry, can I just really come in on Camp really quickly? No, Sorry, Rich. Go on, we, won't go on. Go, we won't go too long. Um, he's protected in the same way that Bielkowski mm-hmm. was. Under yeah. McCarthy. Yeah. So it, it, yeah. That, the strategy works for Cam. Yeah. Yeah. And quick, quickly about Morrison and Dean. Oh, Morrison. Just, um, sorry, Harry. I, I, I'm going slow to slow us all down because <laughs> I'm trying to get us through this, guys. Um, Morrison and Dean, I'm pretty certain, going back to the preview show in September, we said you'll struggle to find a better centre back pairing than those two in, in this division. Yeah. Is that it, still true? Yeah. It's still true. It's that old thing again, where possible. You, ben and I have talked about this before. That sense of the four-four-two being five sets of partnerships: centre back, centre mids, two strikers, and then the two wide guys. And again, the old Colvale and Bond thing. Just how are they set up to work as a unit? You look at them as that, as, as a combined unit. And Morrison and Dean, just as when we come to the strikers, it's it's really well balanced. And, Dean um, Moore, Harry, Bond, quickly, sorry. Mark Roberts, good player, can't get in the team as well. No, he, he can't. No. Yeah, we don't. Yeah. He would, no, he would do. He's, I think he had. He, he did struggle <clears> under <throat> previous regimes, but they've credited Monk for bringing him back. One of them, we, uh, Rich and I joked about this back in the autumn, one of them described him as Mark Danger UXB Roberts. Uh, you know, he was, he, he, I think he had a confidence issue and he's had some injuries. But you're right. But Morrison... He's more physical. He is a threat. He's the third highest goal scorer. He is the set piece threat, and particularly um, with Mahoney um, providing a good, a good range of set pieces in. They, they think they found a really good set piece taker, and I think Mo- they didn't clear one at the, a set piece. It was against. Um, it was it was against Sheffield United. They didn't deal with it effectively, and Morrison was then able to capitalise on that. He seemed he's 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 a bit of a, a box predator, like a, a touch of Aiden Flint Thomas about Smith. him. Tommy Smith, exactly, yeah. He can, few question marks, sometimes he can react too slow for tackles, mischief to fly to the ball. It's a classic champion. If he was, if he didn't have those slight jinx in his armour, he'd be in the Premier League kind of thing. But he is more, he is, the, and not necessarily comfortable on the ball, which is where Dean compliments him. Mm. Dean is better at bringing it out. Dean has been playing through a groin injury, though, and therefore he has, the, the Birmingham fans have noticed he's playing slightly within himself, so he's less of a marauding uh, centre back, Ella Richard Kill, but he's more of a meandering centre back, as it were. He, so he will bring the ball out, but not necessarily with the same purpose or intent. So yeah. you might see some rotation there. Just very quickly might, on, the, yeah. on the finishing on the back five fullbacks. I don't know who to go to. Yeah. I'll, go, I'll go with Ben because Harry's just spoken. Um, how far up will the fullbacks push? Or, or they will stay <laughs> as they're four? Not very. Think this is more Jose Mourinho than mm. Slavisa Yukanovic. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, it'll be. 
It'll be the much mentioned Pedersen and either Colin will play right back or yeah. Harden will play right yeah. back. Also, look out for a big booming Wayne Brown style diagonal ball from Harley Dean over to um, <laughs> yeah. Magoma or Mahoney, whichever yeah. side they yeah. set up with. Yeah. Um, Where to what, next, Harry? Uh, quick, just quickly, yeah, Colin, a little echo of Brentford about him in that he is he is that sort of Brentford model of fullback. He will. Um, he's technically very, very comfortable, basically. And when they really get the upper hand, but they said only when they get the upper hand, will he then move forward? But he does tend to, he's, he's, he's comfortable. He doesn't really have that huge amount of pace. So he, he, they wouldn't see him necessarily as a wing back. Pedersen is a little bit of a bomb scare. They do talk about him diving in, giving away stupid free kicks. Um, and he can be rash in his decision making. Um, but uh, that that's... That's the amber light with him. Is Should the, Harding play? Sorry, was Pedersen the cause for the um, the, uh, tra- yeah. uh, the nine points? Yeah, he came from Union Berlin oh. in the summer. Yeah, no, oh, yeah. not the. Um, they the EFL let them off that one because oh, they apologies. were yeah. they were basically complicit right. in registering. Oh, of so course, the they nine, allowed them to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so they allowed yeah. it to happen. Yeah. So the I, it was, was seven points. Seven points for breaking FFP, as in when. Redknapp and Zola were there. Three points for a flagrant breach, as in taking the mick and spent signing Hotter and um, Stockdale on 30 grand a week. And then they got mm. one point back for cooperating with the inquiry. So as much yeah. as people say Pedersen broke awesome. the embargo, um, right. no. There we go. Yeah, spot on. Happy That's to right. be correct. Yep. Happy to be correct. It was, something like, it was something like a 40-odd million pound loss, though, they racked up. It's funny. In one season. Yeah. Insanity. Yeah, it was, and it was a trolley dash. It was even at the end, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, it was a load of Brentford players, players, wasn't it? It, it was. It was <laughs> done at the end of August, three for two, 2017. Yeah, yeah, it was. They just, yeah, it was. Harry uh, panicked. Yeah. Harry got on his window. His car. Harry got it exactly. Absolutely. Um, bare bones. Uh, we're the bare bones. Let's go into midfield, Harry, shall we? Uh, this is just a one. Yeah, quick one-liner on Wes Harding because he may well feature. They do like him. He's raw, 22-year-old youth product who's come through. He's been playing him as right back. Ultimately, they think he will be a centre-back. They think he's he's quite a bit of a unit. There's a kind of a, a possibly a slight turn on Mings the centre about him that he's Mings, start, yeah. start, start, starting in a in a, in a fullback role and um, where he has some athleticism. But they ultimately think as he get, grows in physicality, they can see him. He's also they see him as a, quite a strong leader. A little bit of bias because he's a youth product. We all like our own players coming through. He's raw, but it, technically he isn't strong to pick a pass out yet. But he is. They describe him. Um, he's, they, he's, 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 he's an absolute unit, is how they put him. Just to mention him. He might, again, if Colin moves into midfield, Harding could drop in at right back. So midfield is the problem. I think if they've Gwinnivere got a... If they've got a it? It's, it's, well, it's, it's just... It's it's just the fact that well it's like whenever only there's only three balls in the machine <laughs> for them to actually pick. That's the, how I'd put it. They're um they've got um they've got they've got they've got real problems um in the in terms of one of them said that it's a, their midfielders they're all water carriers how they, is how they describe them and losing Keefton Belt who they felt had blossomed as the season had gone he's got as I say as Ben said he's got he a serious sitter, knee injury. He? Yeah, Bell. He, he, yeah. He was a sitter, but he was adding to his game. They said that Monk was bringing out a more dynamic passing side to him because he, he ultimately was a, he was a sitter. Except when Jack Grealish was around, in which case um, he would <laughs> clatter into him Stamper. with thirty seconds of any game started. Yeah. Yes, yeah, he's done that twice now, hasn't he? Mm. Um, calling, calling card. Mm. The Gardner brothers so you mentioned there, Ben yeah, at the start. I think yeah. no, they're probably 
archetypal kind of water carry midfielders, aren't they? Is yeah. there a chance that we might see them? Do you think you could, Davis played there? I think Davis Wednesday will night. play and one or they will probably be Davis, Davis and Gary Gardner. Gary, I, yeah. I would have thought, yeah. Craig's yeah. been off yeah, the bench most, is not he? But that's a yeah, weird situation too, X for the midfielders uh, playing for Blues. Is one on loan as well. Yeah, and Davis is a Wolves player back in the day. Mm. <laughs> so they're keeping it local. Um, what to say, Davis? The other question mark with Davis is, I mean, it, it, you're really describing all three together. They, you know, they, Gardner, Gary, I should say, possibly the slightly better passer of the two, but he does run out of steam. Is the one question mark they've been saying? He, he um, and they felt as well he's receded as the season has gone on. The issue with Davis is he's come. He is he's another player who has come back from injury, and he again he had an ankle injury. So should he be playing a full match? But they, you know they feel he's you know he's absolutely cooked. They they, they could. Birmingham could struggle as the game goes on on Saturday, particularly having had a midweek game on a Wednesday. You know, they could run out of legs as the game goes on. But none of them are, they're all praised for their industry and work rate, but they lack a pass. Harry, one name, so I've got the team here from the two-all draw in September. Um, What's Mm. happened to Charlie Lakin? He played uh, in that game, and I'm not sure he's featured too much since. Apologies no, he if hasn't. I'm springing something on you. No, yeah. no, you haven't. No, he hasn't. He hasn't played in any of the last nine games. He was heavily. I remember when we did the preview show back back in the autumn. He they felt it was a bit too soon for him. He 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 wasn't. He just wasn't ready yet to come through. So I think Monk may have just taken the decision. They talk about bringing him into the team. You know, they said, "Oh, we must have somebody else. Surely it can't be Craig Gardner coming off the bench." They joke about Craig Gardner. One of them said, "It took him five minutes to get his yellow card this week. He's slowing down." <laughs> they really think, you know, and that sort of thing. They think, well, just get. Oh, just yeah. surely Charlie Lakin would be better. But again, the championship, you know, is the you championship. Know, wanna... Gareth Barry, isn't he? Uh, yeah, exactly that. Actually, if, if well, you were to do a um, championship, sorry to lower the tone, shit house eleven. Craig Gardner might even be your captain. Yeah, yeah. exactly. exactly. <laughs> Other than fouling, he's done very little. <laughs> it's another quote. He used to be really Every, good. He used to score yeah. long. I think Gary's got a few of these in his locker as well. But Craig Gardner used to score long ranges. Long Every ranges, other week right. for yeah. Villa. Yeah. yeah. Back in the noughties, mm-hmm. anyways, yeah. it's sad to see him as a yeah. bench option. No. Every t- every every time he comes in, you can guarantee three things: a foul, a card, and a miss in front of goal. That's the. That's but he the... will he will do a brilliant tactical yeah. foul and get away with it as well, and yeah. it's just funny yeah. to watch sometimes. Yeah, he'll kill again. No, exactly that. He's uh, he's good that way. I don't think we're going to see Lakin, particularly in the two-man midfield. But then again, they're playing Ipswich. You know, we could be the team where they kind of well, oh, let's give let's give somebody a run out. You know, that seems to be what that's our that's our yeah, destiny this season. The, yeah. the, mm. So the three into two in terms of the wide positions is. Yeah. Do we think is Yotta out? Is Yotta injured? Or because yeah, that's see, the name that people. No, will be. see Mick McCarthy and Bursant Selina. Yeah. Ah, okay. Brilliant, Ben. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can't be trusted. Is that the situation? Yeah. It's, yeah, uh, yeah. That's it. That's it. He won't, yeah. he won't work in. Well, I think. Um, I don't think it's just him, Rich. I think it's him and Magoma. Magoma is less of a less of a risk, but still has that good dribbling skill and whatnot. Whereas the two of them, and um, I saw Birmingham player our dear friends Norwich, where they sat back and Norwich just ripped them a new one when they had those two guys playing. Right. Yeah, playing wide. Um, yeah, Harry, it's... should we talk through these guys? Because Yotta's the name yeah. that people will know. Again, Harry yeah. Redknapp signing Brentford. Yeah, we, um, Br- Yotta, familiar Yotta, to us as well. Yeah, 
I think I think the wingers are sorted. I think Yotto will come off the bench. I just he'll have that. He'll probably start now. But no, it's um the reason it's that's that that's what he has been doing in so many recent games. I think it's it's something like let me just count them up here. It's uh sub 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 sub. He started the Aston Villa game, but the other in the last eight, the other he's come off the bench in five of them, and he's started one. So that gives you gives you an idea. Um, he's um. They think that actually he's not suited to the formation of the team. He's playing for the wrong team. Some of them have said he'd be better playing for someone like Leeds. It'd be interesting to get your take on this, Ben. They think totally he's a good agree. player. Totally. Agree. So, yeah, he's, he's, you know, when he's confident in running with the ball, he knits the play between midfield and attack better than anyone else. When they need to go narrow to sh- shore up, the, you know, to tighten things up, him and Mark Homer, they can do it naturally. But the problem is that it, it actually unbalances the type of team that, you know, whether if you're playing on the counter, you're looking to go wide. He's not that type of player. Great for, player. For all, Mm. No, no, absolutely brilliant player, but just not in the right team. He's got a set piece um, on him as well, hasn't he? Yotta, yeah, am I right? Yeah, yeah, he, yeah he, he's, he does. Um, but they, they, it's, the bizarre thing, one of them said that Monk has always liked Spanish flair players in his teams. And therefore, you'd expect him to be someone to build a team around, which goes back to what you were saying earlier, Ben, about the fact that in a team... You know, in, if 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 it was Swansea or if it was somewhere else, you could possibly see Otto actually having a really good role to play. I don't know whether that whether you'd agree with that or not, but it's just it's just it's just the wrong team. A riddle wrapped in an enigma is how they describe him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On his day, he's unplayable, but it's a rarity. Um, they love his delicate his delicate skills. Don't seem to be quite the ticket at the moment. Championship and, as I say, Yeah, exactly. It's he's just yeah, he's a misfit basically. Mahoney though on the right wing, he has come through. He's a Bournemouth loan signing. He played for. Um, on on loan for a period at Barnsley last season, but um, they, they he's really blossomed as the season's gone on. Raw, he's only 22. Um, he's dangerous going forward. Um, some of his decision making, I think he made a rash tackle against West Brom, if memory serves me right, to concede a penalty. But um, his fi- but the, so he has, you know, he's he's he has elements of he, he's uh, what's the word? He's unpolished. Um, but his set pieces is something they've only. There was a discussion. Why has Monk not seen this earlier? They think he's a really, really good set piece taker as well. But he's willing. He's dangerous going forward, and they think they might get him again next season with Bournemouth being in the Premier League because he's not ready. He's not Premier League ready yet. But a second season in the Championship might work work really, really well for him. But you've got pace. You've got somebody who's direct. They say he makes things happen. But obviously, his decision making that the. It's, there is a work in progress element to him. Does that chime with you, what you've seen, Ben? Yeah, just wanted to add, it's, it's inverse wingers as well. So Mahoney's yeah. very left-footed and comes in yeah. off the right. And um, yeah. you saw that comical thing. Um, mm. It was kind of Townsend, West Bromwich, where he's showing him, he's so eager to show him um, on the outside that in the end he's like, okay, fine, I'll, I'll go on the outside. But expect, um, the idea is not for them to hug the touchline because they're not going to get any support from midfield with these centre mid from these quick attacks the idea is they get the ball to them quickly and inside they come and support yeah. is the one that I kind of think of doing that I think he's done that against us a few times he won the yeah. penalty, penalty. Yeah. Um, a couple of seasons yeah. ago was it last season yeah. um, should we talk about Magoma now because he's for me he's a bit more yeah. of a presence very direct running is, is what I would attribute him with um, gents uh, agree with that or any other thoughts on, yeah, on he, d- he, just, he just strikes me as this um <laughs> very six out of ten championship winger magoma if you if you know what i mean there are there are others who you would you would say have another level but given what we've said hotter is more talented but who's in the team rich Mm. yeah yep Mm. harry um i i just want to say i've never seen a winger so split a message board as Macoma. It's it's unreal. 
it's almost like there's two different players. Maybe. You've got comments. You, you build. You build. Oh, good point. Actually, yeah. Good point. It's a, it, It's it's unreal. It's um. You get. You get a consensus sometimes building on a on a message board. We say, well, in the round, you can you, you know you, the weight of opinion goes in one direction. With this guy, you've got constantly, completely in contradictory and conflicting comments all the way through the thing. He always puts in a shift, wins loads of challenges, and does the dirty work well. Don't get me started. He's been absolutely useless for weeks. <laughs> a waste of a position. He rarely takes his man on. Always looks to lay the ball off. And then you get, I like watching him in full flight, running out defences. He spends most each, of each game looking to avoid wanting the ball, rarely taking on his man. I just don't know what to make of this. I've just, in, in, when I was doing up the notes for TWTD, I just said, he divides opinion. So, I mean, I rate him. I remember, I think he did he win a penalty against us a couple of yeah, years ago? Yeah, it was a little no. bit divey, but yeah. it was, ju- yeah, it was just about acceptable. Yeah, we were cross with him. I remember that. But I think he's a really, you know, for, as Ben says, absolutely, he's a decent championship winger. Mm-hmm. He does his job. He he, do, he does, you know, he really does do what it says on the tin in that sense. Um, so, and he's, I think he's also a player who will fit in with the model of how the team is playing, which is possibly why he's in ahead of, he's in in ahead of Yota as well. But um, an interesting one. I've never seen a player so divide a message Colin Kwana. <laughs> well, actually, the name that I was thinking about was Jermaine Wright, but that's probably me and my old man. Wow. We used yeah. to go uh, again. In the, briefly, in the spirit of other players who might come in, I always love the secret guy, Harry. You know, out of uh, big name. Marapti is a. This is not a big name, but he. This guy. We don't have it. They're at any wherever they now because they've just got no players. Uh, ben Rich and I. <laughs> well, often the one do that I picked out was. Where's it's Kushak still oh, there? Kushak. No, Kushak is still there. Three of them. Two of them. Kushak and Stockdale don't have squad numbers. That's there are two actually. I apologise, but they're. I don't know what's going on. That they're not. They've just been completely bombed out of the out of out of the setup there. But um, let me tell you, Harry. That's minimising payments on them. Stockdale's on big money, isn't he? Stockdale turned down a contract with Brighton, I think, didn't he, to go to Burnley? Stockdale's on thirty grand a week, Rich. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Um, Get three bars for that. Well, Karim, let me tell you, Karim Marapti, who has come in, the winger, he's, um, they think he might ultimately be a number 10. He has been coming on off the bench, I think, as he's been coming on that wide. They like him. He's a nice, tidy player, 24, Sweden international, actually. And they think he's one for next season. So, um, you know, if, if, if Jota was going to go, he, they could see him possibly pushing through. He can pass the ball, good, nice little one-touch flick-ons. You have to mention these guys because they could well turn up against us. Quick, busy, positive, puts a proper shift in. A tidy player who's comfortable on the ball. They don't think he's a winger, though. They think ultimately, because of his propensity to play centrally, which fits in with Monk's way of playing, they think he could be another number 10 who can play out wide or as a wide forward in a front three, as we saw with Brentford. You could play that type of role. He seems to prefer laying, cut, laying the ball off or cutting inside but that that again could be the tactical model keep an eye out for him he's a prospect that he's he's new to the team came in in january um obviously he fitted in within their financial constraints so um but he's the one player that they have added and um, worth mentioning which then takes us to the strikers yeah well it's worth calling out at this point that our leading scorer has six goals and is injured at the moment is that right ben i'm trying to remember back to sunday ready Freddie's the same, so yeah. che- the, same, the same number as Michael Morrison. Go on, yeah. <laughs> Bloody hell. Che Adams, um, 21 goals in 39 games. Um, Lucas Jukovic, um, yes. ex-Coventry City, um, yes. 11 goals in 41. We've talked yeah. about the kind of um, 
target man versus the guy off the shoulder. Um, yeah. It's a great season for Che Adams. Um, first, yeah. here's some local trivia for you. Um, the, lo- the first Blues striker to score um, over 20 goals in a season um, since Steve Claridge in 1994-1995, a season that we That's all impressive. remember for Ipswich very fondly. But yeah, so 20, some two decades since someone's managed that. And it feels like that's a good partnership, though, together. It's, it, Chalmers is getting the headlines, but Jukovic is someone that we were linked with when he was at Burnley, I think. I think he had yeah. the, we were possibly in with him with Birmingham, and he went there, but this is a great... Uh, che Adams, Ben, was he anywhere near your championship team of the year? Yeah. He was, yeah, innit? Yeah, definitely. No, he wasn't near no, it. He wasn't near it, but he was close. He was yeah. very near to it. So, yeah, you're totally, you're totally right, Rich, you nailed it. <laughs> so, it's the partnership... Um, that is the the dangerous thing. Adams is a great player, but um, so Jukovic is the out ball and he's very good in the air, but yeah. he's a little bit slow, not very mobile, not the best finisher. And then Adams is all of the things that Jukovic is not very good at. And guys, I listen to your show every week and you tell me what's going to happen. Most of Che Adams goals are, he'll get the ball in, I don't know, 15 to 22 yards from goal. He'll take one touch to put it on his right foot and he'll hit the ball very low and very hard into one of the corners Leeds. every time that and he goal? is brilliant at that yeah he did exactly the same yeah. just look at look at most of his look at most of his goals he's um it's like an early Kevin Phillips on. used to do this where yeah. yeah exactly where before the keeper the keeper knows where it's going but it's, yep. right Adams has got the ball gone goal you know, yeah. it's it's going in the corner so um yeah very, very good player and um you're talking about Mopai. Um, I was going to say, who's the yeah, who's got the I, chance I, to go up? I put, I'll probably get pelters for this, but in terms of a bespoke player, he's a bit no, he's about the same age. Aren't they? They're both about twenty-two, aren't they? Twenty-two, but yeah, or twenty-two. I just yeah. think there's a job in the Premier League for a young English powerful finisher like yeah. that more than a slightly um, can I say peppery Frenchman? Yeah. Possibly, I could be wrong about that. Well, but, let's yeah, look at really, the bar really jury like on the yeah. use of the word peppery yeah. there. No, Harry, no, it's totally allowed. looking I, at you like a cold no, spring on this one, so come and tell no, us no, about it. No, no, it's, it's, I could not agree more with Ben. He has nailed it so fundamentally in terms of Adams. He is premiership. He's that type of player. You could see someone like a Burnley, someone like a Leicester. Mm. You could see it's just a natural augmentation. It's, that na- it's a, such a natural step. Mopé, you're kind of going, ooh, I'm not so sure. I'm really, you know, there, it, just in terms of suitability for that, for, for the type of football that gets played there. It's um, Now, Ben, you absolutely, totally agree with you. Totally, totally agree. Um, what, what other stuff have I picked up from them? Um he, is, he has definitely, sometimes you get a striker who gets to a certain level, will they push on? Boy, has he pushed on this season. One of the things they have talked about is that he's added athleticism and physicality. He's bulked up, basically. One of them compared him to, they said he was a bit like the Hulk in a blues shirt. Um, he's, uh, he's able to, they said that he's, this sums him up, this lovely phrase, they said, the little back heels he makes, the way he shoves six foot four inch defenders out of the way to hold up the ball and his pace. Add to that then the quality of his finishing. They say keepers cover the near post and he will go across them the other way. His shooting, his finishing is to X number of decimal places. He has got that. He's he's got quality basically in front of goal. Not only is he cold, but he can he's, he's, he can actually finish, which again would 
suggest that the Premier League could be a possibility. I don't know why. I know it was a different position, but there was an echo of Nathan Redmond about him because I know ultimately he was, I think, way back a Blues player, if I'm not mistaken. Mm, yeah, yeah. But there's yeah, but there's the way they were describing Adams pushing into the Premier League. It kind of made me feel a bit like now Redmond, as I say, is a wider player, but again, a player who added some athleticism and pace, and he added a dimension to his game, which then facilitated a move so that he was able to be a good Premier League squad player. You can see Adams doing the same thing. One of the other things they picked up on was the fact that he hits the ball early. They like that. They can see him. He sometimes when he gets there, he you know he will you know he will fire off more quickly, to, you know, which obviously makes the goal really really. Um, it makes his target bigger early and accurate especially from the right channel which is an echo of what Ben, what ben was saying yeah he's um all his pre-season hard work has paid off um i have yeah. a really um annoying prediction to make and you've ne- you've mentioned nathan redmond um who went to norwich it just feels to me like the type of signing that a promoted norwich team would make because oh. he won't be big money jordan rhodes is not going to score goals in the premier league that's a mathematical certainty because He's got that buffer thing that um, um, Earnshaw and all those mm. that had Nugent. Um, it feels to me like a good stepping stone. And if he does well at Norwich with Pookie, maybe. Um, and if Norwich go back down, it's the stepping stone to get him there. But maybe he's a Leicester kind of Burnley. But that, that was coming to me. Southampton is the mm. one. Um, I think it was a 12 million bid, but I think they can get 15 million. For him in, um, yeah. like a in June, yeah. July, yeah. Yeah. and yeah. they'll be they'll they'll need the money though, won't they as well? I yeah, I have seen bigger numbers mentioned on their forums. I can tell you that. Oh yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Thirty million. Thirty million, Harry. No, no danger. Um, one player that we uh, need to talk about who's who's not getting applauded. Who actually two of his eleven goals were scored against us. Oh, um, yeah. Lucas Jukovic. Um, yeah. Anything to add more on him, Harry? No, no, no. I mean, no. It's, 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 he's got as nearly nearly as many assists as he has goals. Bear that in mind. Um, you know, he might not score. But my God, he does some work for the team. They say he's quite streaky, actually. I think we set him off on a streak. You know, um, he's he well, scores one match streak, have, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, possibly. But he'll, he'll have a run of a few, and then he goes quiet. They love him. Not a prolific finisher, a warrior, and a city player, and, or, a, a, and a proper city player. Um, he gives you a fighting chance of winning and holding it up when it when it's hoofed up. Let him batter the defence for an hour first. Is one of the other things they say. Yeah. The, you know, and again for that sort of type of team, again he can relieve pressure off the defence. Classic, cl- classic. Can I just? Mention something quickly. I saw Pontus Janssen do this, and I know Pontus Janssen's very good, um, but work with me on this, Rich. Um, So Jukovic would come short for all the goal kicks, and Janssen would just charge at him, and just even if he wasn't going to head the ball, he would contest it, which reminds me of uh, the way that Toto Inziala does like to play sometimes where he'll play on the front foot and um, kind of yeah. charge out. And I think that's the way you've got to play, Jukovic. If you kind of stand back and let him back into you like Joe Garner would try and do, I think. Um, so I do I do think, particularly from goal kicks and long free kicks, I do think, um, I thought Janssen played him quite quite well sort of on the front foot. Because he, he can bring uh, it down, Connie, Jukovic, as well. He's, he's, yeah. he's not all about the, because he's good in the air. He's a good header of the ball, probably one of the better headers in the championship, actually. Very good. Um, uh, but actually good feet as well. And, and yeah, it's a really good Rich, blend. If you, Rich, if you look at the stats, it's miles ahead. Um, and this, this goes to show how important he is to Birmingham. But I think, um, I'm making numbers up, but I think he's on like 11 aerials a game on who scored. And then the next nearest... Um, one that's not a centre-half is like seven or something. Yeah, so he's noticeably, me. that's a 
that is the tactic. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So, it, it, barring kind of uh, the rotation stuff that we talked about, or um, someone getting cramp on the bus down the A14, it'll be those two. The one name that I'd yeah. love into the mix, Harry, because I'm I'm in Stuart Thunder, possibly um, Isaac Vassell. Anything to yeah. add on yeah. Isaac Vassell? Come on, on 78 minutes. Yeah. And yeah. Adam scores a hat trick. <laughs> in which case, yeah. he'll come up after Adam scores his third goal. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. He was, I mean, ex-Luton. Um, he he's picked up a serious knee injury and he's been he's had a, and then he had a subsequent hip injury they he's in in november he he lost all of last october the 17 18 season he lost it with this it was i think he ruptured his uh, one of his cruciate ligaments um but um what did they say about him? He's coming back. They think he's a prospect for next season, the classic bench option. He has come off the bench a few times. I think the last game was against West Brom, which you'll have seen Ben. He, um, obvious replacement for Adams if he, we don't go and sign someone, is what they say. Um, and it's all about pace with him they, at the moment. That's the thing he has got, but obviously other bits need to be, need to be added to that. But um, yeah, with decent balls for players to run onto and stretch teams, they, they, we will see whether Vassell can be a threat in this division next year. I think there is a feeling, The one, it's not a criticism of Jukovic, but there is that habit when you have a big man up front of just launching it long to him to hold up. I mean, this has happened before when Matt Smith used to come on for a Queen's Park Rangers or Fulham. They're, oh, he, Matt Smith's up there. So the, there was almost a reflex from the guys at the back just to, just to hoof it up to them. They would like to see Vassell and Adams play a bit more because that's where you can actually try and get in behind defences. But I don't think it'll happen. I think when you've got a model, if Plan A is working, you don't mess around with it. But he's a, but he is a, he's a but he's a real bench option. So, given that teams like to try players out against us, I'd say he will feature at some point. Yeah. But that's mm. it in terms of the striking yeah. options. Yeah. Uh, you know. That's no. it. That's it. Um, so it is no about else. that core core sort of fourteen fifteen. Anything yeah. else to add there, gents? Well, I mean, we've done really well there. I think. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I, I've. We haven't got a question on this, so I'll ask both of you. Any thoughts on how the hell this game is going to go? It's a really weird one to kind of pick, isn't it? Because Brentford wasn't a great performance. Let's not hide behind that. There's, yeah. It's pretty inevitable that the relegation will be confirmed. Do we go for it and, and probably get picked off, maybe? Or what do we try and do? Do we compete in this well, one, Ben? Rich, my, my line I used when I saw Leeds Birmingham is that... Um, Birmingham laid a very, very straightforward trap for Leeds and they just walked straight blindly into it. Only though because Bamford missed a whole load of chances in that yeah. game. Um, so, and I think Harry's mentioned it, Birmingham would prefer a team to push on to them and there's yeah. this kind of thing of counter-attack. So um, they might get a bit confused um, with the amount of... They're, they'll quite happily only make 120 passes in the whole game. They're not bothered about having the having the ball. It's just how many times they get it to Jukovic, how early and in what decent... It, it depends how you play Jukovic and do you actually sit off in midfield and say to what is Davis and Gary Gardner, oh, come on then, come out, come out, come out a little bit. Um, so, yeah, I, I kind of share your... Um... If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home advantage with McDelivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. You know, confusion as to how it will go. Ipswich have been a little bit naive, though, in some of these games where, uh, oh, we've got the ball, haven't we, um, Neil Harris? Um, you know, we've, <laughs> we've, we've got the ball, bang, 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 you know, um, so... Maybe maybe you'll see Ipswich possibly have a good amount of possession in the first 30 or 40 minutes. But it's hard for me to see. Um, I agree with you. The relegation will happen because um, that means Ipswich not winning. So you could get another 1-1 draw. You could get a Birmingham win. I don't see Birmingham losing. No, I, th- I Harry, I, to me, it feels yeah. like it could follow a similar pattern to Brentford, actually, for me. Like we could possibly have a lot of the ball, maybe have a, a few chances, but... I don't know. I I can see us falling exactly into that trap. I could see us passing the ball, the kind of the triangles that we're starting to see, and then get picked off by uh, Che Adams' shot or you know a, a set piece that we NCR gives away a dumb free kick and cross comes <laughs> in and you commit scores ahead. Do you know what I mean? It, it yeah. could be a really crappy game. What's our best could, chance, Harry? I don't know. The, the, I mean, you, th- you could tell, you, know, you just mark down a goal for Adams and say right, that's that. Just park that, <laughs> and that's that's a bit like when Nugent used to come, but um. But there again, you look at their midfield and we have got a little bit of geometry in the middle of the field. It depends which Ipswich turns up to some degree as well. The team that has picked up a lot of fairly decent one-all draws against top six, top eight, top ten teams or the team that turned up against Brentford, you know, because they looked weary on Wednesday night. And they looked also when the when Brentford got about them, you could see the the, def- the confidence beginning to crack a little bit. You felt for them. I did feel for them. Particularly you know, because in of, Chalabar. Mm. Yeah. I, I think his, he, his confidence got shot in that game, didn't it? Mm. I'm yeah, just thinking that Chalaba might end up there next season on loan. Any thoughts? He could move that? for him, actually. Yeah. Yeah. It would be. That would Sorry, make Harry sense. That would, no, that would. They would balance. They would balance that team brilliantly. He really would. But um, but you see, I think in that sense, we we could. You know, if we can, if if we're controlled, and it is at home as well. I shouldn't count too much on that. But I, I could. 
I feel more 1-1 than 0-2 because most of our games are either 1-1 or 0-2, let's be honest. <laughs> um, so I, I could see us getting... I think we've enough about us to get, get at their midfield and to, and to give us a foothold in the game. But um, if, if they score first then we know what they're going to do. They're going to sit back and say, right, come along. You know, we've got, you know, we've got the, the, the back four and the two sitting in front. Come back on to us. And then they're just going to... They did that to Bristol City, I think. They beat them 2-1. And it was painful to watch. Literally, you could see the... You could see... You could see it was almost every... When they won possession, it was like a starting gun. And then suddenly there were four of them blitzing down the field with the ball. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm more inclined to... I'm more optimistic on this one. I think I think we will bounce back from Brentford. I can see us getting a draw. Don't my, know. my glass is half empty. I'm predicting a, a carbon copy of Hull. Um, so, so there you go. Um, let's, um, let's just end with a couple of bits more on Birmingham. Firstly, I want to point out some shirts. Um, I've got... Um, the mm-hmm. promotion, the uh, 1990,000 share. We didn't beat them at home. We lost in a really crappy Trevor Francis 1-0 at home mm-hmm. in the league. But this is the season after where we... Oh, Furlong penalty? The, I think Stan it was. Yes, it was. Stan Lazarides dived, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. This is where yeah. we... So the, the League Cup semi-final, we actually beat Ooh. Birmingham in the first leg. Marcus Stewart, yeah. I think, missed a penalty, mm-hmm. possibly, or scored a penalty. Mm-hmm. One or the other. Um, and mm-hmm. then, obviously, we got destroyed in a really nasty second leg mm. and um this one is the um is the 14-15 shirt where we beat Birmingham with the stat renegade stat man special of a 4-2 we need, special. <laughs> we need to win uh, a home game by three goals or more because we have a long-standing record that stat man will keep tweeting about I don't think we've gone through a season without scoring um less than three goals uh, two goals oh, well. oh, so we could lose 5-3 and that stat that's fine. Be okay. As long as we yeah, score three fine. goals, <laughs> we haven't. Yeah, we need to score three goals in a battle before go the end. Go down in a blaze of glory. <laughs> um, but it would be typical of this season if we didn't. Mm. Um, let's talk through this uh, Daryl's team, and we'll talk you through Indeed. this, Ben, um, because we've <laughs> rather cruelly not given it to you in advance. Um, <laughs> in goal, um, no issues here. Um, one Uh-oh. of the goalkeepers okay. on the bench hasn't got a squad number in yeah. David Stockdale, but Harry, um, no, no diggity, no doubt about the uh, the uh, main man in goal. Cooper. Yeah. Paul Cooper. Yeah, that's easy. Um, we're doing a four-four-two in honour of um, Gary yeah. Monk. Um, yeah. I think he's gone for left back Andy Leg. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he of the long throws. I think. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think he played for. I think did, did he come on loan to us from Birmingham? Cardiff, actually? I think. Came on loan. Cardiff. Um, in the season, David Johnson side, ninety-seven, ninety-eight. That's right. Yeah, that's and what, never did his long throw. <laughs> George Burley was like, nope, not on my watch. <laughs> maybe he did it once. <laughs> Is the early said, "What are you doing?" Uh, yeah, now a summarizer for us when we um, play in the West Country, I think, Harry, or in Wales. Yes. Mm. Um, They're after his job, really, Harry. <laughs> Don't think so. No way. Oh dear. It's uh, who? Who else is this? Um, in the back line, you've got in the centre backs Ian Atkins and Alex Bruce. Um, let's be honest. There are no defenders. We've only got four defenders here, so we've got to make up a we've got to make up a back four out of four defenders, and then we've put Tommy Carroll, who is of uh, older vintage. This yeah, is, you're going to have to help us out yeah. here. Yeah, he, we put him in at right back. Um, he's. Um, I'm not quite sure which, whether he was a, a centre back or, or a full back. Don't People, get this wrong. No, do not get this <laughs> wrong. My Twitter um, explodes, yeah. No, exactly. No, it was um, every, every every piece of research I did said suggested um, he was a he was a, he was a defender. That's all I could get. He's in a wing half position. That's what we yeah, say. Possibly, Harry. possibly wing half. Who knows? Yeah, but he obviously he played for a 66-71, and then he went to then he went to Birmingham thereafter. But Ian Atkinson, Ian Atkins, and he Bruce Bristol. He's got Bristol vintage, yeah. isn't he? 
Yeah, he does actually as well. Yeah, like his face he is does. painted on the. Anyway, mm. let's get through these. The midfield is yeah. pretty, uh, pretty recent. Um, yeah. Clapham, presumably on the left. Ambrose on the right, I guess. Darren Ambrose, better spell yeah, that. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. And I, I want to get your opinion. Oh, Danny Sonner is in there. Yeah, Danny that's Sonner. okay. That's good. Um, Lee Bowyer, are you? Oh, not happy about that at all. Uh, I'm really not happy. I don't like Lee Bowyer at all. He summed up a lot of the worst of the dual era he really did it was just something oh i remember we played reading we lost one nil there and he was he was more interested in winding up the reading fans even though we you know i just don't know i mean particularly when you've got somebody as talented as Gorain and Daw on the bench. I was going to say, if you want to swap an enforcer in, let's, let's go for it. <laughs> yeah, let's get in Daw back in. I loved yeah. him. I've never seen a player slow a game down so much. I loved him to bits, but he was really, you know, tempo. You know, he took it down to grave in musical terms. He really did. It was really, <laughs> it, was, it was very, very slow. There's a couple of other guys who I don't know about. Um, there's, um, there's Stephen Gleeson, who I do remember. He's now at Aberdeen, interestingly. We have him as an option. And then there's two guys, Emmer Hughes and Tom Adiemi. I don't remember them. <laughs> and then there's also a winger, uh, Louis Donawa, actually. Who are, yeah. 80s, 90s, yeah. That's what he was, yeah. He was around. He, he, one season, with, I think he spent longer at, at Birmingham. Um, loads of strikers. Loads of strikers. Um, we've got Marcus Bent. and um, Obviously. Daryl has made a plea, and we, I think we'll allow this plea. He's asked for Nigel Gleghorn to be in the starting team, even though we've got, we'll have got we run through the others in a minute, because there are... I'm looking at Ben's a, face there. I'm, that's uh, no, no. similar to mine, I'm I think. Gleghorn was included, he said, because of his Birmingham achievements and precisely what we needed this year. He got them promoted into the championship, or League One as it was, or whatever they called it at the time, in 91-92. And they won the Football League trophy as well, beating Shrewsbury. So, um, you know, can we, can we cut on that one? But a cut. You want to cut? No, no. Do you want to cut him out? Do you want to keep him in? I'd, I'd cut. Oh, sorry. I'd I thought he was. <laughs> well, I cut I, him some slack on that one. I cut him some slack. I, I, mm. Daryl, I'll give Daryl credit as long as we yeah. can stick in one of Stern John, DJ Campbell, <laughs> or well, Keith Burchin's a good shout for the uh, for, for Dave and stuff. Well, um, yeah. But I'd also give a shout out for Steve Whitten for uh, Craig Vimbo. Otherwise, I'll get shot. So um. Yeah. Good Plenty point. of options yes, there. Yes, it did, it did. The other one, other one real blast in the past was a guy called Jackie Brown. Well, I looked this guy up. He played oh, for Birmingham movie. No, between, <laughs> between 38 and 43. He played for Birmingham. And then he played for Ipswich between 48 and 51. He played for both Irish representative teams, ex-Belfast Celtic player. And in, even at an indie, and there's no argument about this, he was a winger. I'm certain of that. And wingers back in the 40s had exactly the same role, <laughs> mind you, apart from cutting in, uh, as wingers do in modern in the modern game so he's another option but uh, it's a good team no defenders but loads of attacking options now I, I mean you have Chris Wood DJ Campbell I don't, you know Stern John there's, yeah, there's, we've got, there's no shortage of attacking options as well Ben give us your thoughts on that on... Uh, <laughs> I, I bow to your guys superior knowledge on this if it's not in between 1995 and 2002 I am no help whatsoever you having DJ Campbell up front or Stern John I saw Stern John's debut um, for Nottingham Forest when Matt Holland scored the only goal in 99-2000. He was that great is on my... Championship Manager 97 oh, I think. Up front with Dwight York for Trinidad, yeah. <laughs> That's all I've got to add. It's no help at all, is it? Brilliant. I do apologise. And that is why we get the big guns on the free feature. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, thank you for Daryl yeah, for that. I'm sure you're always Well done, Daryl. Yeah, exactly <laughs> Cheers, right. Thanks, Let's do some questions. Let's finish on some... And I didn't mention this after Brentford, but there was a... Twitter tends to do there was a bit of a fissure um, if that's the right word or a fracture again with um, people calling out Evans and people calling out Lambert yesterday I think yeah. possibly yeah. as this kind of relegation because it comes closer into view I think people start getting a little bit more um, 
tetchy about it it meaning something because this club hasn't Ipswich haven't been third tier for over 60 years I think it is um, yeah. and the fact that probably people are there's a bit of gallows humour last night people might possibly need reminding that whilst Ipswich have been a championship club for 17 18 odd seasons in a row there was a club of stature and this should be something that we're a bit embarrassed and should be disappointed about want to avoid so there's mm. a, probably a bit of flavour in that in the questions um, but interesting to get your thoughts on that whilst I pick the first one any thoughts on your feeling about how relegation should have some, some symbolism perhaps as, well, a, as in how we should behave as supporters react to it yeah the questions will um, go into it as well I don't, but... I don't I'm not really I'm not really sure you know I'm this kind of freedom of speech type hippie so I believe that fans can as long as it's not hateful or racist or sexist I believe fans can chant what they like I do admit sometimes the sarcastic chants you know um you're nothing special we lose every week um I don't you know but I think people have got the right once they've bought their ticket driven to Brentford on a uh, Wednesday night to to chant what they like uh, my my um my answer would be rich how how should we behave i don't i don't, exactly I don't right. really know and I, then I we've talked about I'm this before sure. yeah as long as it's respectful you know you can't you can't tell other people how to think or how to behave can you so um no uh, quite enough outrage in the world in 2019 exactly right there's bigger things to worry about no there's not it's the most important thing um harry <laughs> on that flavor i'll just chip in um part of um benjamin Arier's question here um Three lessons, maybe one from each of you rather than three, because we'll, we'll try and skip through as many as we can. Have we learned from this season's campaign, or we hope that we've learned from this season's yeah. campaign? I've got I've got three quick ones. Um, don't sell all your strikers or lose all your strikers, plus your best defender in the same window. Yeah, I'll, that's I'll, a big, I'll have some of that. I think that's a, that's a big kick <laughs> on that one there, I think. Um, and this is a hard one. I, I was, I was going to say, Think about how you do your football due, footballing due diligence when recruiting a manager. It's easy. That's a, a lazy hindsight one to throw in. But again, I just wonder, did we, we knew, you know, you could say Hurst ticked a lot of boxes, but did we actually drill into how he, it would translate in a footballing sense from League One up into the championship? That, that's, that's a, that's, that's a, it's easy to say. And also, I think our preseason, don't ever leave it till June, which is, Mick was brilliant at planning preseason. Mick always had preseason ready by Easter you could see him he had the model set up he knew what he was doing whereas this year it was such a reactive summer it really was so anyway Ben add, add to that yeah, please no, just, I'll just tack on to the last one it's it's plan 18 months ahead just seems yeah. to be the key key thing and even if you say Mick had great pre-seasons well if you sell Murphy on August the 27th or whatever there goes your pre-season so it's about planning now and I think yeah. people whether they like Lambert or they don't this is now our best chance in a lot of years to have a strategy in place for next season way ahead of time and yes we are clinging on to small things but like you mentioned rich when we see Dazelle, bishop downs combined to play quainer through that is a one-off fleeting yeah. moment in a game yeah, yeah? and I've watched Norwich and I've watched Leeds and I've watched Sheffield United and they do that constantly through the game. And you could find 50 clips of them trying to do this combination to get somebody in. And um, sorry, I'm going off on a rant now. Aren't no, I? No, I'm feeling myself getting louder and louder. Rich. No, it's, but it's, 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 it's victory. Planning, You're right. Spot on. planning ahead so that yeah. when we are playing in October or whatever, the guys know what they're doing. They've been 
They've been yeah. worked on it and we're actually good at it yeah. on the pitch because we've gone from one strategy um, under the previous manager with then horrible succession planning through. We've had to bomb yeah. out a manager who, you know, some people think was terrible. Some people think could have been good. We'll never know because it just failed so spectacularly. Now we're on to this one. Stick with it and plan 18 months ahead. Great shout. And, and, and this is kind of... Once the relegation is confirmed, it is pre-season. It is, it is giving figuring Started out those two weeks ago. It, Rich, it possibly it? did, yeah. And and you know, right, reading in anything to the results for the next month or so, I think is is a foolish exercise. So, um, yeah. yeah, agree with all of that stuff, um, guys. Really good. Um, let's let's see if we can keep these a bit briefer. Because um, I want to do as many as I can. Um, Jack Slada, one player from any other Championship team who would have turned our season around. Um, I gave some limitations on this answer, but I'm going to I'm going re- to let you, you go for whoever you want now, guys. One each. Uh, one player would not turn this team around, but um, it would be Martin Wacon. Martin Wacon. Mm. Don't say David McGoldrick, Harry. No, you can't. No, no, no. I was I was looking at the. I actually said we need a striker. Obviously, I looked through the list of the leading strikers in the league. I was thinking. I, of course, I'm brokenhearted about Webster. That's the one that angers me, to be honest. But the strikers, um, that's a, 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 on the defensive side. But Sharp, Billy Sharp, Tammy Abraham, Bradley Dack, any of those three, I think if we'd put those in, they could have possibly, it's that thing of getting you 10 yards further up the pitch. I think they would be the three. You could pick any of them, though, to be honest. Just quickly, yeah. Rich, sorry. And that's exactly what happened last year. RXG, we should have finished 22nd last year, mm. but we <laughs> have four good forwards. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And a good goalie. Going back to the kind of what we were debating, I was trying to find this question. I couldn't find it. It's from Stat, um, and uh, why are we happy clapping our way to relegation? Stat's question: um, Where's mm-hmm. the outrage? I guess Harry, we've talked about this before, and I've probably got quite strong views about mm-hmm. negative things. Bring negative, you know, negative yep. equals negative. Is, yeah. is there much point in us being getting? What's, what's happy clapping? Sorry, I think it's the the gallows humour, the shoes up if we're. You know, if, oh, okay. from Brentford yeah. last night, I, th- I think yeah. people probably reading a, into the kind of atmosphere last night that people are downplaying or ignoring the fact that this is the worst season possibly in our club's recent, well, long, medium-term history. Um, I think we need history. to credit the people in the away end with a bit more intelligence than happy clapping, Rich. I think a lot of them are very, very aware of the situation and they're just trying to make the best of. I mean, what what, what do we do? We chant? Do we turn our backs? I, yeah. What else do we do? I don't know. And yeah. how, how are your thoughts on you know whether we should be re- responding a little bit more um, negatively no, or more aggressively no, towards Evans no. or Lambert? No, it's a good question. I, I, I can live with it. I can live with us being like this. We all know, and it's not right in a game. It can be corrosive. The players, to me, are the innocent bystanders of what's happened. And if you're starting to rip, you know, if you're starting to fling negative energy out during the course of a game, the players will pick up on that. They, they you know, they should be spared that to me because it's, I don't think, to me, this is on them. It's on wider circumstances. Um, and if you want, the other reason why I, I can live with the happy clapping, I remember going on Blackpool's forum in 2015 when they were when they got relegated um, out of the championship. And um, believe me, this is far better, even if it's not ideal. You know, you know, we're not being we're not being willfully ignorant about what's going on. I think we were in trouble going back as far as losing to Peterborough seven one all those years ago. I think the structural flaws that were in place led to this inevitable conclusion where we are now. And so, you know, you've got to see that's how I would see our decline. I would see it in that wider context. Thoughts yeah. against stuff that's commented on Twitter again is is. Yeah. 
probably next season's the time to get angry at Evans and, and Lambert if October, November, the season hasn't started well. Um, do you have any fears, either of you, of this is not the, this is the beginning of the slide rather than the end of it? Don't know. It depends what he spends, Rich. If he cuts right back to two grand a week per players, then you know we might finish in mid-table. But if he um, mm. if he spends, we, we've seen the evidence. Wigan and Blackburn spent yep. eight grand a week on average on their players, and straight back through they they came up. Evans, um, when Evans took over, Rich, he was in a position to make a difference financially in the championship and then the Premier League just went even further away. Maybe Evans, um, in terms of his muscle, he's muscular in League One, whereas he's not in the well, yeah, in exactly the championship. Right. Yeah. So maybe he'll he'll flex his muscle and I hate to say it, maybe that might have to be a bit of a new level until we have a real real good team out on the out on the pitch um, yeah. that can go into the championship and make a challenge. And one more point, um, Sheffield United got everything sorted out down there. They got back to sensible contracts. Um, they got players in who were experienced. They built a team. And then when they did come into the championship, they came with a balance sheet that looked a lot better rather than scraping and clawing in the absence of finding that 15, 20 million quid player that you have to sell to compete with the parachute teams. Mm. Mm. Yep. I'm gonna, yes, I've just I, that was a really useful chat, guys. I know they were kind of drifting off the questions there, but a lot of this stuff has kind of been said on Twitter, and it's it's useful to kind of air that and get yeah. your views. Um, Harry, um, our mate Mullet um asks, how and where do you see the improvements under Lambert that are much mooted? Again, this kind of flavour that last night maybe exposed some of our limitations, mm. or that maybe he's not the Messiah after all. And yeah. um, what's he done in his time? in your opinion, right or wrong or indifferent? And he also asks if you had a tattoo of one RTFC player's name on your ass, <laughs> who would it be? Daniel Carbassian, obviously. Um, <laughs> Harry, um, thoughts of, uh, of Lambert's improvements? Yeah. I mean, ben, ben, yeah. yeah, Ben put his finger on it just a second ago, that there are green shoots, those little bits of connectivity you're seeing, both within departments, you see it in midfield, you're seeing it even more between. When, when Vince and I went to watch the Bristol City game, he, could, he drew the immediate contrast between the football under Lambert and the football under Mick, where... Um, we were, whereas with Mick it was very departmental, whereas under Lambert it was all much more fluid. It was connected. There was more connected. There was a greater awareness. We're only seeing green, shoot, green shoots of it at the moment, like the, three, the little three-pass move setting up Quainer the other night. But those 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 green shoots are definitely there, and that is therefore leading to an identity coming through in terms of how we're playing. But you have to allow for the fact that the lack of quality in this squad compared to who we're playing every week at the moment is palpable. We have got this is one of the weakest playing squads we've had it's certainly I, that I can remember and um, so you just got, but we are still playing with some positivity we're playing with personality I think Brentford were, on Wednesday I don't think they in the second half they I don't think they necessarily switched off all that much. I do think we came at them a little. It was a it was a bit of both. We did come at them in the second half and showed some good personality. Started winning set pieces. Started just forcing the forcing the game a little bit back on them, and that is something when you contrast that with the abject fatalism of the game we watched together when we went up to the Leeds away. Mm. 
and you can see where we are now. There is there's certainly something over that six month period. You can see something coming back. Um, I I I have never had a tattoo in my life. On the other question, but I just wrote down here. It's a good job we signed Alan George instead of Jan Venegur of Hesselink. <laughs> I thought the poor sod wouldn't be able to sit down for a month. But uh, can, the, I, but, can uh, I quickly yeah. chip in? Yeah. Which, um, yeah. And my words are probably wasted asking uh, football supporters not to speak in an emotional and binary way. Paul Lambert is not the Messiah, and he's not a fraud. The truth yeah. lies somewhere in between. Yeah. But people, while people seem to be, you know, content to. I don't know who Welcome said he's the Twitter. Messiah. Yeah, yeah exactly. So oh, it was my words, lies, my words. The truth yeah. lies somewhere in between yeah. um, there, but people need to um, maybe be a bit more mild. And although I agree with Harry, what what were they expecting? You could have put Alex Ferguson in there with no transfer window. All yeah. the strikers from a team that should have finished twenty second on XG last year sold, and the goalkeeper, the other good players, gone off a cliff. But, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I think yep. we're all agreed on that one. Um, any tattoo that you get, Ben? I've got a tattoo of a piano keyboard on my on my arm. <laughs> that's nice. um, Highbrow, I love that. No football mm, yeah. games. <laughs> no, no. Um, but Glenn Pennyfather. No. I'm trying to find the long ones now. Yeah, penny cards. There we go. Fine. <laughs> ben, um, almost every team that gets promoted from League One as a striker is class above the division and scores a hatful of goals. We have no one like that. This is from a new, new era. Ipswich John. Um, Will Evans, and this is your question, I guess, will Evans invest enough to allow Lambert to sign that 20-plus-a-season player we need? Is that the one thing we're missing, do you think? And do you think Evans uh, no, will fund it's, it? It's pattern of play. You, yeah. do, you can put Billy Sharp up front. If you don't create any chances for him and you don't have um, a coherent pattern of play. We've gone from playing the channels, playing very defensively um, to a big forward. Um, Hurst tried to do what Hurst tried to do and then changed his mind 10 times. Lambert came in, tried to split the centre-halves. And I love Luke Chambers and I love Cole Skews and Jonas Nunsley tried to do this and they couldn't do it. They couldn't do what he was asking. So we've gone back to whatever mould we're doing now. There seems to be an attempt to um, play with a back four, um, not play long, try and get full-backs up the pitch, play with intensity and press in that way. Um, yeah, be great. Uh, who's to say that the striker's not already in the building who can score the goals if he's put into a pattern of play that works? Yep, great shout. And to supplement that very quickly, um, Arthur Pickthorn and actually Brad Archer kind of asks about the back line as well. He asks, is it, uh, Arthur asks, is it a straight shootout between NCR and Wolfwinder, who we've probably forgotten about, um, to partner Chambers next season or will we need a new signing there? What division are Swindon in? Are they in the League, League One two. or League Two? League Two. Oh, League, League Two. two. Okay. Sorry, go, yeah. go ahead, Harry. Go on. I don't know. Um, normally, you say four centre backs. I, I mean, Collins intrigues me as to whether he'll stay. Um, there's, I don't know. You because you you've got Collins. You see, I think you could argue that Collins is. You've got like if you've got. You've almost got four and a half centre-backs if you have five of them, in that you can use a bit of Collins and you can use a bit of Wolfenden. You could possibly use a bit of Ndaba as well as mm. um, as Chambers and Inciala. So, because you need to have four. And I, I, you know, that sounds, that, that, that's not a, a cop-out of an answer because you cannot play Collins every week if you just want to stay with us. You've got to, you've got to, you've got to, You've got to find a way around that um, because he won't, you know, it's, it, you know, we're going to not just have the league games. We've got the football league trophy. We've got all sorts of, you know, we've got games coming Exciting out of our ears. times, next year. Harry. No international yeah, exactly. breaks. Yeah, exactly. Rich, sorry. Um, you were at Accrington, weren't you, Rich? Um, and I've read Neil Warnock's book. If you ask Toto Inciala, head it, kick it, and the game is remotely stretched, he's a very good defender. Yeah. yeah. If you ask him to... Uh, yeah. 
be Rio Ferdinand. He's not. Um, but um, don't don't underestimate Toto in League yeah. One. Nope. Yeah. Um, James Milling. I need to mention James Milling. Harry, you might recall this question we got asked maybe about five months ago, four months ago from James. It's going to hurt, isn't it, to be relegated? James Milling has got back in touch. It's going to happen on Saturday, isn't it? I'm not ready. And then we've got sad faced emojis. James, don't worry. It's only football. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, I've written down here, yes, and it would be good to get it out of the way. I was shocked, I have to say, when I went on Twitter. I've been sort of prepping up and writing up on the TWTD stuff all day, so I wasn't really on Twitter until around sort of sort of four o'clock. On, we're doing this Thursday evening on Thursday afternoon, and I was quite taken aback by the strength of feeling. I think Brentford was almost like a... It was a bit of an emetic. I think people have just felt, oh, you know, here we go. You know, this is this is it. But um, Brentford I think, have done that to better teams than us. Oh no, I agree. Mm. I agree. Yeah, as I say, but I think it'll be good to get it out of the way, and then we can all then properly focus. Just get the get you know, just get get this get this just just get this off the desk, really. Yeah. yeah. Dennis mm. Sullivan, our mate Sully, who we met at the live show back in February. Um, mm. Are we convinced that Flynn Downs is the future? So many basic mistakes he's committed for sure, but so prone to mistakes, misses simple passes. Um, on a fairly regular basis. Um, thoughts on Flynn Downs, Harry? On I, I like him. I think Flynn Downs is going to be an increasingly important player next season. He's not. I mean, he had that error last night, and it was, there was something about Brentford, the way they pounced on him. It, I, there's a famous clip in the '74 World Cup of the Dutch, uh, you're a, hap, a poor, unfortunate Uruguayan midfielder with the ball in the group stages, and there were suddenly five Dutch players on top of him. He was just mobbed for the ball, and then off he went. Brentford were doing that, and you just—he you, you, wasn't a crit- He was just—it was just—it was just unfortunate that they were—they—they got inside our head. So I wouldn't—I would cut him some slack on the on that on what happened. But I think um, he's his reading of the game, his positioning, his willingness to get stuck in more often than not compensates for the odd error that you're going to get. And his feisty side when it's controlled is actually something we don't have a lot of in the team. Yeah. I have a feeling we're going to see Downs grow into, into League One next year. That, that's my take. Same Yeah, I felt for him last night. I really did. But it would not just take that out. Brentford, as Ben's just said, Brentford are not the benchmark for anything. They really aren't. Can yeah. I just ask you both a question? Do you see Lambert at any point doing what Mowbray did with Bradley Dack? He likes a back four. He played a midfield four. Do you think we'll see a four-four-one-one with judging the ten position ever, Rich? I like that. I, th- I, I, I like someone that Someone has mooted that as well. On I think Craig um, mooted that as well. He, d- he didn't like. Judge hasn't got the discipline, or or doesn't seem to be told to stay in one position when he's played out wide. So maybe that'll work. Um, I, I, I like that. I like it too. We might we might need more quality out wide though to do that. Yeah. I, that's that's the question uh, mark I'd have. Yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, but yeah, but totally. Um, yeah. A couple more bits and pieces because we're we are running on, but it's all good stuff. John Merrill, I think, is a blue nose. Um, he's yes, a blue. I know, um, John, yeah. mm. uh, don't worry, as we beat Leeds and Drew with Sheffield United, we'll be on hand to perform our typical Blues <laughs> result against you on Saturday. John, don't be so miserable. Oh, Come on, no. you'll beat us no problem at all. Yeah, and thank yeah. you for listening as well. Thank you for tweeting yeah. in. Um, Andy yeah. Grimes, Ben, um, the kind of converse of what we talked about, um, how much do you think the positivity of the Ipswich fans has contributed to our ability to persuade players to sign new contracts or the likes of Judge to sign? If the atmosphere had been more toxic, would we have seen a mutiny at the end of the season? It won't do any harm, will it? We've gone, we've gone from um, the fans refusing to chant the manager's name. And I used to watch Mick, and Mick's a good football manager, but I used to watch him walk out and he would not look at the Ipswich fans as he walked from the yeah. dugout. So we've gone from a manager refusing to look at the fans and the fans refusing to chant the name to um, 
the fans constantly charm in Lambert's name. And are, are they happy clappers or whatever they're supposed to be? Or were the other ones hounded out McCarthy or whatever? I uh, It can't do any harm, but I'm a, I'm a bit of a loss with this negativity towards the, the fans, as you can, as you can see, I don't, I, I don't, I re, uh, Harry said the players are, um, uh, innocent bystanders. I think a lot of the fans are innocent bystanders as well. A lot. Yeah. I didn't say all yeah. of them. <laughs> um, two more bits. Honestly, two more bits. One is um, it's just a shout out because there's a new account. Ipswich Town Brazil. I don't know if these guys are actually in Brazil <laughs> or they're called <laughs> Brazil. I don't know. But um, shout out. They've asked us a question about the biggest mistake in the season. I would heartily recommend you watch my um, top mm. 10 sliding doors moments. And yes. Number, number mm. 10 or number 9. I can't remember. Favourite th- Brazilian player, Rich? Uh, or... I like the old Ronaldo. Oh, he's, right. That, that's that discussion over then. Carry on. Sorry. Rivaldo would have been there until the World Cup lead oh. to that dive. That's, um, he, they ask us about biggest mistakes and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I just wanted to give a shout out. Give them a follow. Ipswich Town um, at Ipswich Town BR. A new account there. Give mm. those a go. And Ben, I think we're... There's, spoiler alert. We're, we're thinking some videos maybe for maybe next few weeks or end of the season to kind of go back favorite through. Favourite Brazilians, yeah. We'll do that. Top 10 favourite. <laughs> well, e- easy now. Um, <laughs> let's end it on something light. Um, I'm trying to find the question now and I can't find it. Oh, blimmin' hell. Um, it's about shirts. There we go. James Golk, my West, well, my Warwickshire alumni uh, mate. Mm. James Golk, two-part question. What are your top three town shirts? I think two of them are up here, to be honest. Um, more importantly, are white sleeves proper ITFC? Again, the two shirts I've got behind me, no white sleeves. But are you white sleeves mm-hmm. people thinking of the red lace I'll, one? I'll bow out of the white sleeves conversation. But the best Ipswich shirt, as worn by Kevin Beatty at Villa Park uh, in the cut replay, is the, the white, white Adidas. Yeah. Yeah. Then, yeah, yeah. Without, without sounding too contrary, that you'd struggle to convince me otherwise but like, white like, sleeves I'll bow to you no I, I, I'm I'm not got a strong opinion on that in terms of away kits I go for the red and black striped into Milan one. I like, yeah, I like, um, yeah, Harry yeah. favourite home and away uh, kits of yeah. white shirts I, know, I, I, like white and, I like white and black as an away kit to be fair that's my that, that, that's got certain memories um, the, uh, the the Adidas shirts as I say the, the Kevin Beasley shirts then the Adidas shirts of the late 80s and then the one that's behind you from our playoff season I love that shirt I absolutely loved it it's two players um, Seasons, yes, yeah, yeah, so the one to your um, to the 2014-15 yeah. playoff season. I adore that shirt. Um, I recognise the white sleeves have historical significance. That, so I know, I think when the cobbles wanted us to be blue, there was the Arsenal connection. So we were the kind of blue with white sleeves as opposed to the red with white sleeves of Arsenal. I remember reading that ah. in one of my books. Well, Arsenal only have white sleeves because they're um, Nick Nottingham Forest shirts. They played hmm. a fixture against Nottingham Forest and didn't bring their kit. They wore Nottingham ah. Forest shirts and they ripped the sleeves off to be able to differentiate themselves. Ah. And that's why they Arsenal wear red. They could never be blue. Mm. They could never be blue. Ooh, ooh. Is that beautiful <laughs> self? I mean... Mungo Jerry. Mungo Jerry. <laughs> This is, we, why we, we have, this is why we don't do we have, invite do we, him on the show. Do we have music like this on the... No, on this the is the highbrow <laughs> show. I want some Sibelius or yeah. something. Yeah, exactly. That's great. I was the other final point on shirts. I do think, and there's nothing rational about this, I think that this city's, or this season's hideous mess of a shirt did play a part in our relegation. I've Absolutely. To, that will be in the top to ten on, reasons it's, why. It's, yeah. God, I hate that shirt. But Harry, you know... You know you're damaging your credibility when you start a sentence with "There's nothing irrational about this." <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing irrational about this. It's not about the money, but 
<laughs> all about the yeah, there's others there, but I'm not going to go that way. Um, uh, what I will end with is a plea for the shirt for next season, which is don't put the blooming coloured background on the Magic Vegas logo. Just put the words in black and white text. Don't muck yeah. about. Don't spoil it. Anyway, yeah. run over. Gentlemen, that's been really good fun. We're at one hour, 26 minutes. So if you have made it all the way through to the end, God bless you. Um, I think it's been fun, though. Um, should we end with fun. some plugs? Harry, tell us where we can find your um, uh, the, blogs the, and Twitter. The, and... The, 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 match, the, the TWTD match preview goes up lunchtime on Friday, and you can find it on at Harry from Bath, which is my Twitter handle. Brilliant stuff. Ben, you've got so much stuff going on. Where are you, you are um, back for the flagship oh, this week? or No. Um, I am at my good lady's grandma's 90th birthday party oh, on nice. Saturday. Brilliant. So I will be receiving abuse for not going to the Ipswich game. And then on Sunday, I will be receiving even more abuse because I will be at Wigan versus Norwich. Um, Just the way these (laughs) things work out. It's the only game I could get to this weekend. Um, Mikey will be on the flagship show, I assume. I've booked the other two people. Are you on it, Rich? I can't. No, I'm not going this week. I, I assume I've booked the other I'm two I'm not going people. either. I'm, um, yeah, um, a weekend But off. yeah, um, I will be doing my championship live stream, which is really good fun. You can actually comment during the yeah, video you can, on, yeah. on YouTube and I try and interact. And then people tell me off for speaking too slow while I'm reading a script, watching a screen and replying to comments at the same time. What we're saying is be nice on social media, especially to lovely people like Richard and Harry who make all this wonderful content for you that you can check out at Blue Monday ITFC. He's done the plugs for me. This is brilliant stuff, Harry. I don't even have to do anything. <laughs> it's it's fantastic. It's like every week. Total pro. Every week. Well, yeah, so you can find the channel at Blue Monday RTC and, and YouTube, Facebook, all that kind of stuff. Um, some really cracking stuff on there. There's, um, there's a really good This Week in ITFC History, if you haven't listened to that yet, from last week, I think. And there's probably a new one next week as well. I've got a video in the works, another top 10 video. There's loads of stuff. We've got big plans for the summer. Oh, you know, ignore the football. Just listen to our stuff. It's all good. Um, you can find me at Ipswich. And we will be back, I think, Harry, next week to talk about uh, Swansea and Preston. Swansea. Yep, indeed. Um, and then I'll be hosting the flagship after Which is going to be Swansea. after the bank holiday. Yeah, we'll do a tweet yep. or something. I'll do a video about yeah. it. Um, but really enjoy that, gentlemen. Ben, thank you for joining us. Thank you for your wisdom on um, Pleasure. everything. And, um, I know I run this podcast, but, but I'm, on behalf of all the listeners, this show has been absolutely brilliant all year. So thanks to you two. Oh, God thanks, bless you. Ben. That's very Harry, kind. thanks, thank mate. you for your kind research as well. And have a great weekend. And yep. we'll speak to each other next week. Yeah, all the best. Bye-bye. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping. But in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.